rebirth. Walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 6. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The King James Bible. It is to mourn for that many good principles are universally rejected. Simplicity is beauty, and complexity speaks of the many things that we have yet to learn. Seek not the protection of a country or adherence to a nationality. Look only for faith in Christ. Have no confidence in the desires of flesh, either for yourself or your company. Be not unlawful before God. Sin not. We are a spiritual body, they who have come to faith through Christ. For the spirits are connected even when the bodies are broken or bound. Care not for the garment more than the things placed therein. For Christ cares not about the sins of yesterday. He cares not about your talents or your wealth or your fame. For he that come unto Christ will be in no ways cast out. There is no fine print in your contract with the Lord. With the devil, maybe, but with the Lord, no. For we are instructed to receive one another as Christ received us. In the kingdom of heaven there is no division. We must learn to prefer not one before another, and to do nothing partially or with prejudice. In the world of the flesh many things will divide us. The ways of carnality are continually divisive. There is much to be influenced by in the unsaved world. There is much to desire that is always almost within our grasp. But with our spirit 
unified in Christ, we can understand that real love is both unity and harmony. Where one suffers, then all will suffer. Where one be exalted, then all should be exalted. We must receive each other without preferentiality. The church is not an earthly paradise, but a spiritual kingdom. The kingdom of Christ is not of this world. It contains nothing of fleshly value. Ask yourself what is of this world, that it may remain. For what does it profit a man or woman to gain great riches if he or she does lose their soul along the way? Yet who loses themselves for his sake gains a greater glory. Christians must lose their identity in this world. Christ is the only identity of those who are born again. The physical must be replaced. Grasping a purely earthly identity is an aggrievance to your soul. The weak are led while the strong are chosen. We must surrender our fleshly preferences to the spiritual preferences. Earthly delights are to be replaced by heavenly authority. We are led to knowledge through visions of a spiritual nature. There is a terrible price for the failure to understand this. Everything that we see in the fleshly world is a mirage. It is the devil's aim to deceive, distort, and then destroy. The devil creates illusions to separate us from God and from one another. The devil binds you with obligations and conditions while Christ sets you free with the love that is yours to give in a life that is yours to live. He asks, but you follow a righteous path. The devil promotes sickness of the mind, disease of the body, and death of the soul. Servitude and war are tools of the wicked. Thieves come to loot unjustly. Lusts are fleshly. Lies are earthly chains. For to keep a lie, you must tell a lie again. The devil pits people against people, race against race. The imagery of Satanism is everywhere in modern society. Its symbols, its codes, its logos, its numbers. Sleight of hand is everywhere. 
Security removes liberty. When did police officers become law enforcement? When did services become authorities? When did elections become selections? When did bad become good? Cruel become kind? Rights become wrong? When did the people become pawns? The devil pokes and stirs at natural human leaning and prejudice. There is much wickedness in high places. Sooner or later, all that you do comes back to you. The devil wishes for this even more than you know. Your enemy is already inside the gates. He knows how to manipulate you against you. He talks to your dark side. He is a fiend disguised as a friend. Know that those with darkened spirits see not what truly comes or know not fully the consequences of their unjust actions just yet. Christ is liberty from deathly desires. The law of the Spirit sets you free from fleshly wants. Those who find life are born again in the Spirit and may learn how to live. Those who face themselves need not do so alone. Yet be not disobedient unto heavenly visions. Be not a judge of the quick and the dead. Be wary of the time and the season. Realize for all time is short, but enough. All may wait, but few are ready. It is Christ who brings you to God and he who brings men into his ministry. Ministers cannot make themselves ministers. Christ calls and qualifies. Whom he places is so fit. Christ gives no position. He anoints with faith and trust and favor. All called shall give thanks and bless the opportunity that they have to save the souls of their fellows. A minister tends to his people always, whether in or out of season, day or night, whether healthy or sick. He must approve and rebuke. He must spare no pains or labor. He must with urgency take care of souls in despair. All with the understanding that some sermons and counsel may be painful for the betterment of the soul. The truth may hurt us for our own good. And demons are real and must be recognized and cast out.
The message of the truth found through Christ must not change in the face of challenge and offence. The minister must endure the slings with patience. He must never be discouraged. He must be a master of kindness and a cause of good. To win hearts and souls to Christ is no easy task. Great victories come only after much hardship and often near defeat. Those with a calling from God will suffer the arrows above and beyond knowledge. The smallest of footnotes may be the cause of the greatest of tribulations. Yet know that pain is inevitable, while suffering is not. In life, journeys may need to be many, and the perils may appear often. But through it all, every preacher must preach as God's man and not himself. Keep the words of God close, for the book keeps you from sin just as sin keeps you from the book. Rituals will not be enough to save you. You cannot work or earn your way into heaven. Your confessions will not save you, as God knows what is in your heart. Amongst false brothers, you will find only hunger and thirst and cold and nakedness and uncertainty. Your life is an experience where small problems are as real as big problems. When you turn yourself from the truth, then all around you becomes a fable. And that anybody is immune to the judgment of God is a fable. If God would destroy Jerusalem, what makes you think that other lands would be spared that justifiable wrath? Not all prayers are answered, but all are heard. With God's help and grace, we are all one. We may be separated by tongues, but understanding is granted just as sight and the ability to hear. All rivers run their course, and seek to finish at the sea. And as such, all paths for the just and the good lead to the immeasurable joy found through a love of God and all of his beautiful creations. Let us pray. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.